Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Talik. Today I have a special guest, Joseph from Big Brother 24. My man, how are you today? Talik, I am doing great. Thank you so much for having it, having me. This is an amazing topic, amazing thing you're doing right here, and I really appreciate this opportunity to discuss it with you. Thank you. Thank you for saying yes to come on to the podcast. Um, my my first pleasure. Question, my first question for you today is, I ask this question to all my guests, and I want to ask you, how is your mental health? Uh, my mental health, I am very fortunate and can say that I'm doing great. I'm grateful. And um, I just recently, being back home, checked in on it. And fortunately, you know, played a social game, had a lot to digest and take in. And, you know, ultimately, I can say I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. Um, my next question for you is, um, growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you? Was it okay not to be okay? Um, I'm going to say no. Um, I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders. I had a lot of expectations to live up to. And the unfortunate reality of that is not being okay looked like weakness. And, you know, with my father always working extremely hard and, you know, I had my siblings that I was loving and taking care of, you know, I really didn't have that luxury to not be okay um, because it trickled down onto them. And, you know, I felt like that was a lot of pressure to live up to. And there's probably another way to handle that. But as of now, that's a good question. Because looking back at it, I felt like I wasn't really given that space to not be okay growing up. Yeah. Um, Thank you for that. Um, Next question for you. Um, There's this stigma surrounding mental health, right? But there's definitely a stigma surrounding men's mental health. What do you say to that stigma that people say, you know, men can't cry, we can't get depressed, you know, we can't be sad, we just have to man up, right? What do you say to that stigma? I say, fuck it. It's a, it's a barrier that needs to be broken down. Um, men, women, we're all human beings. We all feel things. We all have emotions. And burying them and not addressing them is not productive for the person. It's not productive for society as a whole. And it doesn't hurt just yourself, but it hurts those around you. So the same way if you have a physical illness and it leaves and you leave it unchecked, it ultimately, you know, affects your health. The same thing with your mental health. So these stigmas that you can't feel need to be broken down and need to be addressed because the first step is realizing those feelings so you can address them. Yes, I agree with you. Fuck the stigma, you know, just <laughs> let the feelings out. You know, just keep it always 100 at all times, you know. Don't suffer in silence, you know. Speak up to somebody, no matter what it looks like, a friend, you know, somebody Absolutely. that you trust to speak up. Um, Please. Before we get into the next question, um, I just want to say anybody out there that's listening, that's struggling with any deep depression or suicidal thoughts, you know, there is a Suicide Prevention Lifeline. I say this in all my podcast interviews. All you have to do is dial 988. is a new number now. All you have to do is dial 988. My next question for you, um, have you ever dealt with um, any, you know, suicide or deep, dark depression? I can say that I have. 
um, you know, I was sexually abused by two of my um, cousins, you know, grew up. I'm so sorry. Like, that. real rough, real rough, you know. Um, and I have <laughs> had thoughts of it, attempts, and I'm standing here today, you know, as a survivor, you know, still to this day, I still struggle, you know. Um, sexual trauma, just trauma in general, it just haunts you. You have to do the work and go to therapy. But, you know, have you ever dealt with any, you know, thoughts or have you known, if you haven't, have you known anyone? I've definitely known some people in my life. And with me personally, I tried to take a lot of preemptive measures to keep myself from going to that dark place, which I'm so sorry that you've been to. And I'm sorry for anyone that has been. Um, it, it can be difficult. Um, and I would like to maintain my friends and family's privacy, but there's a lot of people that I have seen go into that dark place. And which is why I am so such an advocate to normalize these stigmas to get professional help, because as you mentioned, help is needed, but in some cases and many professional help is what is needed. And that's why that stigma needs to be breaking down. Even I have seeked professional help. Um, a lot of people close to me have, and it has saved their lives. And I definitely think such an important aspect and characteristic needs to be highlighted, needs to be taken seriously because it can change your life. My personally, like my mother um, suffered a lot with her mental health and without seeking professional help. And uh, unfortunately due to a lack initially, um, it led to a lot of complications. And I definitely personally never wanted that for myself or for anyone I love or for the world entirely. So I really want to emphasize that those who are struggling, please, please, please reach out. Please, I beg you. Um, it, it will be maybe 30 minutes to an hour of your day, but it will change yeah. your life. So I personally have gone through so many things uh, my life will hopefully soon be an open book, but getting to the position that I am today um, wasn't easy. It definitely wasn't. I've been through some things, seen through some things that can, um, you know, definitely have its difficulties. But fortunately enough, I had the right support system. And yeah. even when that support system wasn't there, I was able to go seek it professionally. So that would be my highest recommendation to anyone. And please, you know, like if anyone's going through something, there's so many messages that I receive about people struggling with mental health and just my quick snippet on the live feeds meant the world to them. So I thank them so much for being strong enough, for typing these messages, for realizing that they have something they need to take care of and prioritize with themselves and just to keep doing that. Yeah. So glad that mental health is being talked about, you know, now more than ever, you know, you know, I'm 32, you know, back in my day growing up, I couldn't talk, we couldn't talk about it, but now, we can definitely talk about it. And I'm just like, it's so dope, man. So dope. Thank but, you so um, much. And it, and it's not even we can, we need to. I think that yeah. needs to change is there needs to be a narrative that is changed about mental health. There needs to be a discussion about it. It needs to be more normalized and readily accessible. Yes. So if anybody out there is struggling, um, me and Joseph is telling you guys to, you know, reach out to somebody. You know, there's a suicide prevention lifeline, 988. Um, I volunteer for NAMI. NAMI has different chapters all across the world. Get to um, you can't get to therapy right away. There are free support groups. It's not intended to replace therapy. Then I'm into a professional, but support groups are also good. Make sure you reach out and get help. Please. And if those links are provided with this video, please, when I share it, yeah. that way everyone can have it. Um, 
those that that support system is there i just think we need to highlight it come together and utilize it that that is and that's what i tell everyone when i get messages about pep talks or people reach out to me is you took the first step and that is acknowledging it and then we can go from there yes yes i definitely will provide them links um next question for you let's get into law school so i know a couple (laughs) of friends that went to law school and I heard it stressful. So how was oh your mental God, health? Yeah. How was your mental health <laughs> law school? Yeah, I heard oh the story from my friends. So I know it's rough sometimes. Yeah, so definitely law school was probably one of the most stressful endeavors of my entire life. Um, I was always working um, along with, you know, there's a lot of familial societal pressures to live up to um, myself. Like I was always working um, to, you know, make money. One thing that I was always raised is nothing in life is given to you. So whether, and my family, unfortunately, when we first grew up, like money was extremely tight and extremely difficult. And my father has maintained the sentiment that, you know, things are earned. So in law school, I worked very hard taking the LSAT four times, trying to get a scholarship, which was extremely stressful you know, my father leaving the Middle East as a law student to start a new life here um, for his kids, for us, you know, put a lot of pressure on me to live up to these expectations. And with the financial constraints I already had, I was really working hard to maintain a scholarship to get that money up to set a role to set like a positive example and role model for my two siblings who later decide they also want to pursue law. Um, And all my siblings entirely, all three of them, my cousins, everyone. Um, And now, you know, America on a larger scale. So I definitely faced my struggles, my doubts in myself, um, the stressful environments. And then going into law school, you know, I'm so family oriented. This is where I get my two dogs, uh, peanut and butter. So guys, please, you know, utilize emotional support animals. They are my world. They've made a world difference to me. Um, And uh, this is where I really also around law school start to really prioritize more of my mental health. I start spending more time with my mother, and um, just taking this is where I start getting into yoga, volunteering, like law school, as stressful as it was, um, changed me in an aspect that I would say was for the better because me acknowledging these feelings, acknowledging these circumstances gave me the opportunity to act on them and acting on them, you know, opened so many doors in a positive light. Good. That's good. Um, so we, we're at law school, so let's get. It's a big brother. Uh, mentally, yeah. how was your mental health before and after you were done Big Brother? Oh, my God. So before Big Brother, just starting my legal career, past the bar, you know, reassessing <laughs> stuff, applying to jobs, situating, working already at a law firm. Um, a lot of, a lot of, you know, we did that. So I, I felt relatively accomplished and proud but still like something was missing. There was still that, that curiosity by me. So like yeah. now that I finally, I got here, like this was the goal. And you start to feel like you're on a hedonic treadmill, which is like, you just keep running and running and running yeah. and you never reach a destination. And I started to feel that because my destination was approaching me yeah. and I just felt like I wasn't, I wasn't there. And that's where Big Brother reached out. And I just kind of felt a little lost, even though I was fulfilled, just because I was like, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is this all I want to do? 
And that's what piqued my curiosity to go into Big Brother. And that's why coming on to Big Brother, I was there for so many more reasons. And then getting in the show with, you know, that much. And then obviously as the alternate, me not even realizing I'm actually going in the show uh, was definitely a huge spin. So it was confusing, overwhelming, stimulating. Um, And due to my ADHD, like I live in that environment 24 seven, like, you know, I, I usually I hear things and um like for example the ticking of the clock I can hear the refrigerator like my mind's usually racing a lot quicker than you know let's say quote unquote the average person and in doing that I've kind of got familiar with a fast-paced environment so the second I realized I was in the house I tried to manage and dealt with it accordingly but being in a social environment where you know I'm primarily raised and grown up and it's my culture where loyalty honesty is highly emphasized respect And then going into a house where like these characteristics aren't really favored um, (laughs) definitely be a little confusing at times, but going before and going after rather than focus on the negative, I just focus on the positive. I focus on the relationships I built, the people I met, the experiences I had and the things I learned from my, about myself, whether positive or negative. So ultimately I do find myself struggling with the stress and the experience, but a quick change in perspective usually does a lot for me. And I just maintain a grateful approach. Yeah. That's so, that's so dope. I remember um, watching a live that you and Teller did. He was like, mute that I was like oh I gotta like definitely get him on this podcast to talk about to her because you never know like I guess all them cameras in your face you just never know the experience until you experience it if that makes sense yeah a lot of people want to try off reality tv but it's you know I feel like it's it's definitely (laughs) it's definitely an experience that you can't really relate to until you do it and I I will definitely say that you know and that's why I think you know, I bond so well with alumni is it's definitely yes. an, it's something that there's no other experience like it. And it's so yes. unique in its nature, whether positive or negative, that it does create a bond. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's truly, it can truly be difficult and uplifting in both circumstances, like all yeah. things in life, but just like how I approach life is I try to focus on the uplifting, even if it's just a little bit. <laughs> That's so good. Um, our next question for you. Um, what are some good coping skills that you can tell somebody listening to that can make them prioritize their mental health? Oh my God, please. Thank you. Let me start this with first is that exactly prioritize and believe in yourself. Please. Every listener here, whether you're a fan of me or not, even if hating me is your go-to, just believe in yourself, <laughs> like um, believe in yourself and just have faith and confidence in who you are as a person, because it will be so hard to tackle the rest of anything will just be bandages on what's a bigger issue, which is loving, believing and focusing on yourself. Please. There's so many people that I see are getting focused on, you know, pleasing other people or doing things. And this comes from my fitness background. When people come to me and their objective is not necessarily a health improvement, it's, a you know image improvement or um getting back at a old partner or you know they want new partners i i always try and as the personal trainer part of it you know is my job just let's change that perspective let's do this for you 
and let's do this regardless. Let's do this for your health. Let's do this for your confidence. Like, and granted, you don't need to look good to have a lot of confidence. You don't need to be, you know, extremely fit to have a lot of confidence, but every, to each their own. And my priority is always trying to get people to make themselves a priority. So once you get comfortable with yourself and love yourself, trust me, it makes life a lot easier. Yes. Um, what ties it to my next question? Because we know we see, you know you work out. So let's talk about how good. Let people know how good working out helps your mental. Because I worked out before and it is amazing. I don't feel depressed. I used to go all the time when I was depressed. I would just go to the gym. Yes. And that's actually how I got so much into working out is it was my safe space. It became my safe environment. Um, I, that's why I'm so obsessed with it. That's why I can't really deviate it. Uh, it's also therapeutic for the ADHD. Like um, I, I, so much comes out of working out and it, it's not even as simple, you know, it's almost like a hobby. I would tell anyone just exercise entirely because it does not only help your physical health, but your mental as well. Um, I can say it's a life changing approach like if you just and, and to each their own even if it's in small doses just getting to the gym getting five minutes on the treadmill is better than nothing I always say the worst workout is the one that doesn't happen so it can just be you know that release that you know I I did that I went to the gym today no matter how many calories you burn no matter what you did it's just a confidence booster knowing you took that step knowing you prioritize yourself because what is the gym? It's, it's a time and space for you to focus on yourself. And whether, however, once people realize that is your approach, like, why am I going to the gym today? Yeah, you know what, getting a body and getting abs is all a bonus. But I went to the gym today because I wanted to focus on myself and give me that space. Turn your phone off or, you know, put it on airplane mode so you can listen to your music and get in there and just focus on yourself, prioritize yourself. And it doesn't even have to be the gym. Go for a run, go for a walk anything. I promise you, it will help so much. If you're stressed, one big coping me mechanism for me is the second I feel stressed out or I need to think of something, I go for a walk outside. I just walk it off, literally. And um, I think like you mentioned, you know, it can help a lot with, you know, depressing thoughts or like just changing that environment. Because if you're not necessarily already associated with it, if you're yeah getting in a negative space change that energy change that space step outside of your room if that's where all those thoughts were created and that's where you're yeah. dwelling in go to a different environment and even if it's not the gym you know go for a walk step outside that's so dope i feel like uh, you know how like i feel like i was like i say it in a good way I, I say this in a good way i feel like i was a tech because like my friends tell me the same stuff like you need to get a gym you're depressed you need to do this just take a walk and i just be like i'll get there and i just never get there i just went straight home so that was good thank you thank you for that yes yes the worst <laughs> workout is the one that doesn't happen i, I swear like that. there's been put that on the t-shirt i like that uh, yeah time and time again it's been moments where like i i literally came in the gym and did nothing more but sit on the sauna or walk for five minutes but i got there and again, I just tell myself rather than that, instead of a perspective of that was stupid, I didn't get a workout in, it was the worst workout is the one that doesn't happen. So like, even if I just got in the gym and sat in the sauna, that's better than nothing. You need to put that on a t-shirt. That's dope. <laughs> I'm so serious. That's so dope. Thank you. Um, thank you. My next question for you is how do you feel about therapy? I feel, I love it. And I feel like it needs... I wish it could be like, you know, the same way people annually check themselves for a physical, I would at least hope 
that people are doing that with their mental because your mental and physical health should be equally prioritized. So the same way we, it's so normal and there's so much shock and awe. If someone says, when's you the last time you went to the doctor, when's the last time you got a physical and someone would say, Oh, one, two years, which is still, you know, not good, but people would usually react with shock and awe. Like, what do you mean? You haven't been to the doctor in a year. What do you mean? But then versus like, when's the last time you checked in on your mental health? When's the last time you checked in with a professional or a therapist? Oh, I've never have, or um, I haven't gone in three, four years. And it's completely normalized. Like, it's completely like, oh, that's okay. Like, no one cares. But your mental health is just as important as your physical. It requires just as much dedication and care. And a professional is always in the best position to evaluate that and double check it for you. So whether you're feeling good, bad, whatever the reason is, I say it does not hurt to go and speak to a professional. And I just wish we we normalize that a little bit more because- if um if we start to do that you know i think we as society in a whole can you know improve a lot of difficult circumstances yeah i believe i love therapy therapy is a must um like i know people have their religion and if people get stuck in their religion but you could have both mm-hmm. religion and therapy come to, absolutely. The come to the government you cannot go wrong absolutely um, next question i like to end it on like what's happening next right what's going on with you. But I just want to say as a viewer, thank you for standing up for Teller um, on the season. Thank you for that. Because you just never know how something can affect somebody and they always need that one person that would just like take up for them. I just want to say thank you for that. I think a lot of people love you on Twitter and everything. And thank you. <laughs> they love you for that. So yeah. I don't think <laughs> well, you got no hate. I really don't think you got no hate. Thank you. Thank you so much. But one thing I would say, and I've gotten, you know, a lot of thanks. Um, I, I, I really don't think it's something that I should have been thanked for. And even then, you know, in the real world, I wish I could have handled it more delicately, more, you know, um, to tailor and more like a more productive approach. Obviously the game influences everything, but ultimately treating Taylor, uh, I'm sorry, treating Taylor like a, like a friend, like a person is nothing I should ever be thanked for. I appreciate the love and support so much, but you know, as you mentioned, like we should just normalizing being, you know, a decent person. Obviously the big brother house is not the greatest environment but at first I think Taylor because I was only able to be the person I was with her because of the person she is so I thank her for that because she handled everything so elegantly and gracefully that I I was I was just a natural reaction to her her grace her elegancy everything and so I have so much love and respect and, and yeah. appreciation for her in that aspect. And then she fortunately allowed just a natural reaction with by me, which was to, you yeah. know, be attracted to such a, you know, great presence. And yeah. I thank you so much for recognizing that. I also will end that also with people to please give people the benefit of the doubt and definitely just again always try and see the good rather than the bad and not just people but the world entirely thank you for that thank you thank you thank you for that 
And you. the last question, what's next for you, Joseph? What's going on with you, man? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could tell you. I'm not trying to be like, okay. you know, shady or hide it. I, I really, I'm really taking it um, as it comes. Uh, fortunately, I just signed with the same modeling company as Taylor. So I'm really hopeful for that. I would have never thought I could be. So one thing, again, since we're talking about mental health is guys, please believe in yourself. Um, I would have never thought I could sign um, with a modeling company, you know, and I, there was no reason for me to think that the same way whoever's thinking they can't do that. There is no reason for that thought. Yeah. Believe in yourself, throw your application, do it. Um, so I'm really excited for that aspect and the opportunities that come out of it, along with, you know, still navigating my legal career and seeing how I can tie the overlap of, you know, reality television and being a public figure with, my legal career and how I can make a greater good with the two of them. I have three balances that I'm definitely trying to manage or four actually fitness and lifestyle, which is such a big aspect of my life with mental health, along with that volunteering legal career and this whole new founded public figure. And I'm very, very hopeful in that I will find a route that, you know, complements and prioritizes all four of them. My ultimate goal is to just, you know, keep being myself, trying to spread positivity, love, happiness. And as long as representation, as long as I can keep doing that and diversifying, you know, whatever aspects I can of what I touch, I'm planning to keep doing it. So it's a very long winded way of saying I'm very hopeful for the things that knock on my door and the doors I knock on. Um, congratulations on, you know, the model. And I think more stuff is going to come to you. Trust and believe. I believe that, you know, I see it for you. Um, I just want to say thank you for being a guest on this mental health podcast and talking mental health. I love when um, people, I love when people talk mental health, but I just love when guys talk because, you know, you got to talk about it. You know, we got to, have this conversation to help people you know our experiences our stories our traumas can help heal somebody or just help somebody want to get help so i thank you for coming on and being a guest today yes well let me thank you for your work and what you're doing and i want you to see is that you are recognized you are who should be thanked having this platform pushing this narrative having yeah. me given the opportunity to come here and thank you so please do not thank me you need all the thanks in the world what you're doing is amazing Everything you've been through, this was such a great experience. One of, if not my favorite interviews, like thank you so much for doing this and letting me go on here. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing your platform. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> that means a lot. <laughs> much love.